the lesson that I learned was like when you're making your goals, make your goals really big, make them grand, like as big as you possibly can. However, when you start to plan for progress, you got to make those goals small. Welcome to the Be Better Mindset podcast, where we talk about the importance of improving life across every variable. We talk about topics like self-improvement, health, and so many strategies to manage the many stresses we have in life. If you are interested in pursuing happiness, bettering yourself daily, and reaching your full potential, this podcast is for you. Remember, you are great, but you can always be better. Hey guys, welcome back to the Be Better Mindset podcast. I am your host, Royce. And today, what I wanted to talk about was the lessons that I learned from Bear Crawl Murph. And before I give you guys a synopsis on this, number one, I wanted to shoot this podcast two days ago when I finished it. However, I was just too wrecked. Number one, I was too wrecked. Number two was Thanksgiving. And then number three, it was Thanksgiving. So it was just too challenging to shoot out. But now I'm recovering. I'm feeling a little bit better. Uh, Sun is away. My wife is also away. I think they're in the park or at the pool somewhere. So it makes it really easy for me to really think and cultivate my thoughts and then share it with you guys. Anyways, if you guys have been following my journey, I have been doing Murph every single day. I'm at day 114. And um, because I do Murph every single day, sometimes it can get boring. And uh, to make it a little exciting, we've decided to do them in doubles. We've decided to do them in triples. Sometimes we would do them via handstands or we would throw some devil's presses in it just to make it fun. Um, We also just did, uh, or I just did uh, Murph with with ring muscle-ups, which is super challenging. But by far the most challenging version of Murph to this day is going to be Bear Crawl Murph. And if you guys are not familiar of the Bear Crawl Murph, instead of running the one mile component to it, you are crawling, bear crawling the mile component. So you're rocking the 20 pound vest and you're crawling for a mile. Make sure you wear gloves because your hands do get shredded. And then on the back end, you also do uh, you do also do a crawl again, and in and in the and in the middle you have the Murph component, which is 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 air squats. You can partition that any way you want. Um, guys, going into it, I really thought the workout was going to take somewhere around two hours, maybe two hours and 30 minutes, but I was absolutely wrong. It eventually took four hours, and um, it was primarily because of that crawling component of the workout, which I did not expect. But anyways, guys, anytime I go through these gruesome workouts, I always like learn a ton of lessons. You know, I learn fitness lessons in, in, in the process, but more importantly, I get a lot of life lessons in the process or, or it creates this like reaffirmation of what I'm going through. And um, I decided to pull out three lessons from Bear Crawl Murph and I wanted to share it with you guys because I think it can bring you some value. And um, if it does bring you value, guys, make sure, if you can, to share, subscribe, rate, because it allows us to keep reaching more and more people. Uh, it's really cool. It has been growing 
by 10, 20% every single week, which is, which is nice to see because we've been doing this podcast over 100 episodes. So um, it's finally starting to pick up a little bit and we're super happy about that. And it's because of you guys sharing and, and, and subscribing. So continue to do that. Do me a favor, just share it with one person, especially if it gives you value. So with that said, I, I wanna shoot out the first lesson. And the first lesson in this workout was actually just, it actually happened in that first mile. Not so much at the start of the mile, but more like three quarters of the mile. And the lesson that I learned was like, when you're making your goals, make your goals really big, make them grand, like as big as you possibly can. However, when you start to plan for progress, you got to make those goals small. And what I mean by that is when you start to look at the entire workout as a whole, it can be extremely daunting. So especially that mile crawl, I was just looking way ahead, like how far it was to my vantage point, And that didn't help me at all. In fact, it just created a little bit more anxiety. In fact, I wanted to turn around and stop or start running and just uh, do half the crawl. But instead, I looked down and I started to count the squares on the sidewalk. And if you guys don't know, the little squares on the sidewalks, they're small ones, big ones. But the one the one that we had near our gym had, uh, they were a little like medium size. But I, I literally would just play a game for that hour long. It took me an hour and 20 minutes to do the bear crawl, the first bear crawl component. And I was just counting them in squares of 10. And I was like, hmm, if I can do 10 squares, maybe I can do 11 squares. And I would just repeat this game over and over and over again. And eventually I found myself really close to the finish line. And guys, how this relates to your life is when you have big, big weight loss goals, maybe it's 100 pounds, you want to make sure your progress goals are way smaller than that, right? Because a lot of times when you're trying to lose 100 pounds, but you only lost one or two, you start to realize that this journey is going to take forever. And just understanding how long that journey is, is what uh, what makes people just stop, quit, turn back, and just become their same self or worst, right? So so when you guys are in that journey, I highly advise maybe breaking them down in, in increments, you know, instead of 100 pounds, maybe, you know what, I'm going to lose 10 pounds this month, right? That's one version. You can also create a game where you're like, you know what, for me to lose 10 pounds, I probably need to do 20 workouts in 30 days. So you chase that number, right? You can also chase in the hour, right? And what I mean by that, like you could have a 30 minute workout and there's pockets where you kind of just chill and relax. Maybe in today's game, you know what, I'm going to work that last 10 minutes of the workout. I'm going to go as hard as I can right? And uh, you create these games for yourself in small increments and you start to notice that progress, the progress that you're doing just becomes almost timeless. Like you're just there and you're just enjoying the process because you're not so worried about how long this is actually going to take. And next thing you know, you open your eyes up and you're really, really close to the end. And um and it's it's something that I, I learned in that, I mean, I, I kind of knew it, but it was just a huge, it just magnified it. And it magnified it, and now I'm also carrying it now. Now that I'm done with it, I'm carrying it into, into, my, into my entrepreneurial journey. You know, I know this thing is going to take a long time. How can I make this 
this um, this game in many games. So I'm excited and I'm in the present and I'm enjoying it and, I'm, and I feel like I'm making accomplishment. So it got me to rethink that whole component. So if you guys have these big, big goals, see if you can gamify it by making small incremental progress. So, and it's huge. So lesson number two, guys, sometimes what you think is going to be hard initially is way harder than you think. And at some point, there you're going to have to make a decision. You're, you're going to have to make a decision like, oh my God, I think I'm way over my head. Or for me, I just started to laugh, right? I, I just started to laugh because it got me to realize this is why people don't do this. This is why people don't do MRFs. This is why people are not entrepreneurs. This is why people don't, they're, they're, they're not as lean as they want. They don't have all the muscle they want. Because it is uncomfortably hard. And the barrier of just being like barrier of good is, is the barrier of getting good is, is not that bad. But barrier of getting great in any aspect of your life requires a level of discomfort and pain and adversity that you can never you've just you can't even foreshadow. And it's almost laughable. And you and it, and, and to me when I got to that point where I was like, this really, really sucks. And I just started to just laugh. And it's just, uh, and uh, I, life works that way, guys. And, and relationships work that way. And every single journey that's worth it is, is all built like that. And if you're not like laughing from that amount of stress and pain, I'm telling you, you probably, it's not, it's not that hard of a journey. And that reward that you're doing, the reward that you're getting on the back end, might not be a big reward. And um, actually, I, I, we talked about this in the podcast, the reward is that pain, like what you're going through, because at the very end, anyways, like there's, it's, it's very short and finite, but that's for another podcast. So yes, yes, the journey that you're going through is going to be hard, but you're going to have to make a decision somewhere where you're just like, wow, this is why not a lot of people are here. And this, but, but, but also, this is an opportunity how I can get into this club, right? Get into this next phase, get into this next level because I'm willing to pay the ticket. I'm willing to pay the price. And that price is pain, adversity, and time, right? So like once you get there, that's you're at the door. Now you just got to pay the ticket. So if you guys are there, if you guys are feeling that adversity, that pain, that suffering, that discomfort, don't turn around. You pay the ticket. Okay, pay the fee. So that's like an important lesson that that I that I learned in that in that workout. So, and then the final lesson, guys, is your your tolerance for suffering can be trained. And it didn't happen like if you've told me to do bear crawl Murph my first on my like my eleventh Murph, I I, I would have thought you'd be crazy. I would have thought. Like, that is just the dumbest thing I've ever heard. However, my tolerance for suffering has been constantly being elevated. Like, I started with one Murph with just body weight and then I, and for seven days. And then the next seven days after that, I was like, you know, I think I could do it with my weight vest. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I can just do it for 30 days. And then after that 30 days, I was like, I wonder if it's possible to do two Murphs in one day. And we tested that out for the seven days and, and, and then 
And then after about 20 to 30 days, we did three Murphs a day for seven days, which was gnarly. So if you guys haven't watched that episode, it's on YouTube. I did um, 21 Murphs in seven days, which was actually wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. In fact, the second half of that, I felt like my body has adapted. And um, and uh, your like level of suffering, your your level of tolerance gets better and better. And here and here's the reason why. The reason why is not so much because you're tolerating the pain; it's because your body and your mind are adapting for that level of pain. Like my body has completely changed from day one to day ninety. I've been taking some photos on it, and um, I'm starting to notice I have different veins. I have veins like. I saw veins in my ab. I was like, I never have veins on my abs. That's weird. And my arms has absolutely completely changed. But what's even more, more I think, uh, that's not seen regularly is the mind. Like the level of stress, like things that normally stress me out is literally a walk in the park. So now, like my level of stress tolerance is so high that I just tend to do so much. My level of productivity now compared to two years three years ago is unmatched like i'm feel like i'm go i'm doing three or four or six days in one day now because of uh this journey of just extreme challenge with my body so your tolerance of suffering can absolutely be trained and uh and uh in order to see if it was actually trained i decided to do another hard version and to be completely honest guys i didn't think it was going to be that bad but it it's it was it i was i was proven wrong it was actually the hardest murph that i've done yet um and it's and it's it's it absolutely because i haven't done any of those movements i haven't been walking on my hands so that's probably a big one but but you know what if i didn't train for it i don't think i i think i would have stopped or maybe my body would have started to cramp up way earlier because in that in that workout I did cramp up on the first mile, and um, because I've been learning how to hydrate, learning how to um, just relax and rest and breathe, I was able to make it all the way through. So, so guys, like that's like those are the three big lessons that I learned from just this past Murph. I know it's a little bit shorter. I wanted to give it to you guys really quick because I know you guys got to have some time with your family. If you end up listening to this early, you can you can get some value and you can get back to your family and hopefully you can share some of these lessons that you guys are learning. So just to recap guys, when you guys are attempt when you guys are making your big big goals, make them big, make them huge, make them grand as big as you possibly can, but when you make plans or make or when you make goals for progress, make them as small as possible and gamify it in the process, right? It's um just make them small. Like they're and eventually it'll add up, and then you're closer to the end than you realize. Uh, reason number two, guys, or, or life lesson number two is sometimes you know it's going to be hard. We all know it's going to be hard. I don't. I think the the listeners here already know that that the journey that you're going to take, especially if it's a big goal, is going to be hard. But then you go into it, and it's way harder. You'll you'll be offered um, uh, a offered a ticket and so they get entrance to the next level but then that that ticket is massive amounts of pain discomfort and time so when you get to that point just pay the ticket pay the ticket it's only for a few uh 
a few more days, a few more months, a few more hours, whatever that is, and then you're next and you're on the next journey, you're in the next phase. So, and then the last one, guys, is your tolerance for pain can be trained. Right? It, your tolerance for pain can be trained. Don't think that you're just all of a sudden I'm like I don't I don't recommend anyone to do Murph that amount of times, but what I do recommend is starting somewhere. Maybe it's just the mild component. Maybe it's just 100 push-ups a day. Maybe it's just 100 pull-ups a week, right? Start somewhere and then start adding another rep to it. And you can do this to your life too, right? Like don't just don't just read a whole book in a course of a week. What happens if I just read one page or five pages or 10 minutes? What would happen then? And it starts to add up. So your tolerance for suffering can absolutely be trained, guys. And uh, and uh, if, if, uh, if I haven't said it already, guys, happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. Thank you for always supporting us. We love you guys. Keep crushing it. A lot of you guys are crushing it. I see you guys are inspiring myself and you're inspiring the rest of my team because you guys are putting in the work, especially during the hardest time of the year, which is the holidays. And if you can change then, imagine what you can change in January 1st where everything kind of sizzles down. So if you guys like that episode, make sure to share, subscribe, rate, and uh, like always, be better.